0: Oh hey, welcome back to the podcast, solely you. This is your host, and today we are going to talk about fashion-related movie recommendations. Fashion and styling is a big part of who I am. Whenever I watch a movie or a show, I closely observe the costumes and styling, so I thought why not talk about some of my favorite fashion-related movies in this podcast episode. So here we go. Number 1, House of Gucci. It is a biographical crime drama directed by Ridley Scott. The movie is based on the 2001 book The House of Gucci, a sensational story of murder, madness, glamour and grid by Sarah Gay Forden. Other than the performance of the cast, two things I really loved about this movie. One is the aesthetics it followed throughout and the other is the costumes. Even though it is a crime-based drama, it's based around a luxury fashion brand. From impeccably tailored suits and embellished gowns to big jewels, you will find it all. The costumes were designed by Janti Yates. She created 500 costumes for the film. She had to do a lot of research about the real-life counterpart of the characters as well as the history of the brand. She visited Gucci Museum in Florence and went through Gucci archives. She also researched about real-life Patrizia's way of dressing. I especially loved the portrayal of Patricia Rajani. The costumes were well used to show the character arc in the narrative. In the beginning, she is shown in feminine clothing, portraying a naive and innocent look. But time and again, we'll catch a glimpse of her true self. Once she got married in the Gucci family, her dressing became a reflection of her luxurious life. Real-life Patricia was known for wearing lots of jewellery. So they used that in the film to seal the deal. There were no costume repeats for Patricia or Maurizio in the film. According to Janty Yates, even a pair of earrings was not repeated in the movie for Patricia. One also gets to see the evolution of the brand, a lot of signature pieces of the brand. You get to know a few facts about how a certain product got designed and what was used during the design, etc. I personally really enjoy these facts and backstories about classic fashion products. And if you're a fashion enthusiast, then I'm sure you would like it too. Number 2. Marie Antoinette It is a historical drama film written and directed by Sofia Coppola. The film is based on the life of Queen Marie Antoinette. The story takes place in the 18th century in France. So there was a lot of scope to play with costumes in this period drama. Surely not all the pieces were absolute accurate reconstruction? That's because the makers wanted to modernize the character a little. Nonetheless, all the costumes were visually stunning. This movie won an Oscar and a BAFTA award for the best costume design. The costumes were designed by Italian costume designer and four-time Oscar winner, Milena Cononero. The shoes were made by Manolo Blanek and Pompei. Wigs and hair pieces were made by Rocchetti and Rocchetti. French jewellery house Fred Layton exclusively provided jewellery worth millions. The director mentioned... I wanted to capture the palette of a teenager, bright turquoise and pink candy colors. The designer added, I simplified the very heavy look of the 18th century. I wanted it to be believable but more stylized. A good costume design should be able to tell the story solely through the dresses. In this film, Milena Cononero managed to turn the dresses into relevant elements of the narrative itself. The movie divides Mary Antoinette's life into four parts. Her early years at court, the partying years, motherhood and mourning. These four parts are well established visually. The movie begins with light spring-like pastels of youth. Then it moves on to summer colors, intense, bright. It changes to angelic whites and creams as she becomes a mother and ends with winter-like colors. The palette grows much darker and grimmer as the French Revolution gathers strength. If you want to see an example of how costumes can symbolize life stages and a specific state of mind, then this movie is for you. Number 3. Phantom Thread It is a historical drama film written and directed by Paul Thomas Anderson. It is set in the 1950s London. The movie is about an hot-couture dressmaker who takes a young immigrant waitress as his model, muse and lover. As it is a period drama based around fashion, the movie lingers over the way garments are designed, draped, fitted and sewn. So the costume play a very important role in this movie. And you would know costume designer Mark Bridges did a great job as the movie won the Oscars and British Academy Film Awards for Best Costume Design. In this movie, the inner life of its lead character is expressed through the dresses he designs. It gave Mark Bridges the chance to shape the character through his creations. The lead of designer Woodcock was played by Daniel day lewis And, according to Mark Bridges, the actor put his outfits together for this movie by himself. In an interview, Bridges said, We created his wardrobe and put it in his room as a closet. So he was able to walk in there and dress as he felt Reynolds Woodcock would dress at any given time. He would text me sometimes, Does that seem alright? Are you okay with that? Without exception, I felt if it was coming from a place of creation with him, then it would be fine for me. Mark Bridges did not just create period-appropriate wardrobes for the characters. He also put together an entire spring line for a House of Woodcock fashion show. He had to do a lot of research about real-life mid-century designers such as Balenciaga, Charles James and Dior. The fictional character of Woodcock gave Bridges an interesting challenge. The designs had to be guided not just by Bridges' preferences and research, but by what Woodcock's preferences might have been. So, he frequently consulted De Louise, and Anderson, and together they came up with a distinctive look for the fashion house. Heavy rich colours, heavy fabrics, velvet, satin, heavy doses of lace, with some historical references. The character arc of Alma is subtly but well portrayed in the costumes. In the beginning, she lives in the countryside, wearing simple homemade clothes. From there, you see her suddenly living in London and wearing designer gowns. And as she becomes more self-assured, her style becomes more elegant. Even her posture changes to be more confident. Number 4. Breakfast at Tiffany's It is a romantic comedy film written by George Axelrod, and directed by Blake Edwards. It is adapted from Truman Capote's 1958 novella of the same name. However, this is not a classic that is remembered for its moving plot or cast performance, because Breakfast at Tiffany's is the quintessential fashion film. The costume design for the film was done by Edith Haid. She approached Hubert de Givenchy to help create Holy Golightly's looks. Back in the day, high fashion being a part of big screen was practically unheard of. However, Givenchy saw it as an opportunity and his friendship with Audrey Hepburn sealed the deal. The fashion legacy of Breakfast at Tiffany's centres around the opening scene, Holly Golightly getting off a taxi in a long black dress, Danish in one-hand coffee in the other to peer into the window of Tiffany's. It is frequently voted among the most iconic images of the 20th century cinema. The original dress was redesigned by Edith Head to the version we are familiar with now. This look plays an important role in establishing the character. She is wearing a sophisticated evening gown in the morning without looking messy. It defines that she is elegant and refined. She is a woman the film urges you to admire. Through this movie, Givenchy succeeded in making a LBD, or a little black dress, to be the staple of every woman's wardrobe. Audrey Hepburn is seen in a sleeveless LBD with a scooped neck and feather hem twice in the film. Generally, we do not see costume repeats in such films, but in this case, it was methodically done. The character understands the importance of clothing and appearance. But she does not have the means to buy a lot of it, so she accessorizes in ways to trick her companions. It is arguably the accessories that elevated the looks from simple to iconic in this film. Another look that reveals parts of Golightly's personality is when she sings Moon River. She is wearing a simple pair of jeans and a sweatshirt. According to the actress, the real girl comes alive in the blue jeans. Every woman is an actress in a Paris gown. Number 5. The Dressmaker It is a comedy-drama film co-written and directed by Jocelyn Moorhouse. The film is based on the novel of the same name by Rosalie Ham. It stars Kate Winslet in the title role of the dressmaker, Mortal Tilly Ternich. She returns to her hometown to take care of her ailing, mentally unstable mother. The movie won the AACTA Award for the Best Costume Design. Two costume designers worked on this film. Margaret Wilson dressed Kate Winslet and Marion Boyce dressed the rest of the cast. The movie is based in the 1950s in rural Australia. While some critics argue about the costumes not being appropriate with the timeline, I personally feel it does not really matter in this case. This movie is about the transformative power of fashion. While a dressmaker knows what a dress is capable of, she also knows how to use it in her favor. You can see for yourself how each and every character in this movie is absolutely transformed by the correct outfit. And the difference in the costumes creates such a stark contrast that you will be amazed and that, that makes you believe in fashion. The star here is surely Kate Winslet. As her character model Dunnage has worked in France for quite a while, her dressing style is shown to be quite different from the others. It is very classy, elegant and sophisticated. From her entry in a Dior inspired black coat dress to her exit in a Balenciaga-inspired mastered cocoon coat, all the key looks enhance the narrative while helping the character development. Her character is known for making a statement wherever she goes. Therefore, she wears a red silk coat and dress and a black strapless dress to a football match. In an interview about this film, costume designer Margaret Wilson said, Strong colours and lines reflect that this woman still was strong and moving forward even though she had endured heartache in her life. I should also mention, besides the fashionable costumes, this movie is a true gem. The plot is really really good. I recently recommended it to someone not interested in fashion and her comment after watching it was, wow, what a ride. So, here are my top 5 fashion movie recommendations. Take your pick and let me know how you liked it. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I also hope you enjoyed all the episodes of the podcast so far. Do let me know by sharing your review with me. If you want a sneak peek of upcoming episodes or want to get in touch, head over to our Instagram account at the rate solely you. And until next time, take care and lots of love.